Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. America, America, God shed his grace on thee. Well, God shed his grace. I believe that. But what has happened to America? I know you're sick and tired of all of these rants and raves and this and that. And some of us believe some of the same things. Some of us believe all of the same things. Some of us don't even know what we believe. And the big question is, does it really matter? Yeah, I think it does. Because the truth is going to be the truth, whether it matters to you or to me or not. So we can look at the division that has gone on in America, politically, morally, socially, all of the changes that have happened through the 200 plus years of America. And now what? What will America look like in another 100 years? Well, I'm not sure we're even going to still be here personally, but what are we doing about it? This is the big I guess, complaint that I have had through all of my years of teaching, especially. And I remember one of my principals as a teacher, we could go to him with any complaints that we had. But he said, so what can we do to fix it? He said, if you're going to come to me, at least have a possible solution for the problem. Because if you don't have a possible solution, then you're just ranting and raving and complaining. So many times I would sit in the teacher's lounge and we would all rant and rave and many of us were fighting for certain things. And I was on a panel of teachers that we were the care team and we would have the troubled student, whoever it was, whether it was academically or socially or especially if it was having to do with uh, an issue where they'd gotten in trouble and they were perhaps being expelled or suspended. We didn't have the um, alternative school yet at that time. So many of the teachers took this attitude Well, if they don't want to come to school, let them stay home. I don't care, but I want students in my classroom who are eager and ready to learn, who come prepared, who want to hear me teach, and who make it a pleasure for the other students to learn as well. I agree. However, that's the ideal. And most of the teachers, not all, but most of the teachers that were teaching during my time in St. Louis, 35 years, 25 at Lindbergh High School, and 10 teaching in the master's program for teachers at Webster University, I could pretty well tell who had been the good kids that came prepared, that wanted to learn, that their family was there to back them up, and if they got in trouble at school, they would probably get in trouble at home. But then there were others who knew the reality 
of troubled kids, and I had been one of them back in the late 60s when that just wasn't the norm. I was one of those kids that I didn't want to stay in school. I hated school. I told my biology teacher, Mr. Stolte, to go to hell and walked out of the classroom. And now he's a friend of mine, and we correspond right back and forth as he's retired. And his sweet wife, Jane Stolte, who let us come in her classroom at lunch while she was gone, there were three of us, quote, troubled kids, unquote, that would go in there and eat lunch and commiserate and plan what we were going to do to get in trouble in the next class, and so on and so on. So what does this have to do with America and the 4th of July? Well, all I can say is I am so thankful that I had teachers that cared parents who found resources for me to get help. I had plenty of food, a lot of food, more food than I needed. I had a roof over my head, and I, as a female, of course, could go to school. That was America. We've never banned women from going to school, have we? Well, did you know that in the early colonial history of the U.S., Higher education, at least, was for men only. But since the 1800s, women's positions and opportunities increased, but they were just minutely numbered amongst the men. When I discussed family history with friends and those at college, as well as those back at home where I grew up, very few, if any, of my friends had great-grandmothers that went to college But I did, and very few had grandmothers that had graduated from a university, but I did. My grandmother graduated from the University of Missouri, class of 1919, and she wrote in her diary, when women got the right to vote. What? Haven't women always voted? Can you imagine if we were suddenly transported back to where we couldn't let our ankles show with our dresses? We couldn't go to college. We couldn't vote. We were to stay home and blah, blah, blah. And yet today, we don't know that. Kids today don't even know what we have gone through, even in our own time frame. Maybe it's because I've gotten older and wiser, or maybe it's because we have traveled in 65 countries, many of them third world countries, and maybe it's because I've had so many foreign exchange students. But America is still the best of all countries. I know many people don't believe that. We hear people saying, well, I'm going to move to so-and-so, and I'm going to take my family and move here or there. If they did, even for a month, they would experience why they would want to come back to America. We do have freedoms that other countries don't. We do have initiatives and programs, and we are allowed to speak and to voice our own beliefs in our faith, our Christian faith. We had to carry in, I won't use the word smuggle, but carry in Bibles that were distributed in China. We have taken supplies, including Christian supplies, to Cuba and even into Africa in parts of where we shouldn't have been. We still were able to take things from a Christian, quote unquote, nation to other nations that needed help or especially, I believe, needed to know God's provision, his amazing grace. 
and the truth that we are free, not just in comparison to what other countries have, but we are free from the bondage of all of the old things that used to make me depressed and anxious and hateful and worrisome, I became a new creation, a new creature when I accepted Christ as my Savior. I still know people that say, oh, come on, are you one of those Bible thumpers? I've never thumped a Bible as far as I know, and I've never hit anybody over the head with one. But I will tell you outwardly and openly of my faith in the resurrected Christ that changed me from being an angry Vietnam demonstrator. I was a member of Students for a Democratic Society way back in the days in 6970. Yes, I even burned my bra. (gasps) Heaven forbid. But today I have found the truth, and the truth has set me free. If you don't have freedom from all of your pain and anxiety and your old mindset, then you're not really free, whether you're in America or a third world country. There is only one thing that sets us free. Christ said you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And then he had the audacity to say, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but through me. I memorized that in Spanish to speak at a women's group in El Salvador. Cristo le dijo, yo soy el camino y la verdad y la vida, y nadie viene el Padre sino por mí. Cristo, Christ, mon Dieu, Jesucristo, say it in any language, but he is still the only one that can set us free, personally, no matter what country we're in. I, for one, am so glad to have been born in, lived in, and will die in America, the land of the free. If you've never accepted Christ as your Savior, I don't think you are truly joyous and happy and glorious and free from your past, present, and future, but that's just my opinion. If you get to that place, that's the best time to receive Him. Just Ask him to be the new Lord of your life instead of the throne of self and of Satan and of selfishness. It's all gone because I have joy unspeakable and full of glory, and you can too. Invite him into your heart today. Ask him to forgive you and ask him to guide you to the truth. And my friend, the truth will set you free. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.